Everybody doing good? It's a beautiful day, isn't it? I'm so glad the sun is shining today. We've been getting some nice days in February. We got 55, 50 degree days this month. That's, that's pretty good. I'm glad that snow stayed where it belongs. <laughs> Wisconsin and Michigan. Amen. <clears throat> Go in peace. Today's message. Go in peace. Let's start off with the opening scripture here. As my custom is. Psalms 19, verses 7 through 11. It says, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Amen? Amen. Go in peace. I want to first thank Pastor Rackett for that message last week. Psalms 23, really, it blessed my heart. And what stuck with me, one, it was one sentence that I, that I can repeat. I can go through anything at any time, anywhere, when the Lord is my shepherd. Right? I can go anywhere. I can do anything. Isn't that something? Wow. That was a good word. Scriptural text is Luke chapter 2, 25 through 32. But first, I want to start off, no Google searching allowed. So we're about to have a riddle quiz. You guys know the answers already, to be, be honest with you. You know it already. It's just, oh, we one of those, okay? Who am I? Number one, I held the Christ child, just 40 days old, in my arms and beheld the glory of the Lord. I was promised that I would not die until I had seen the Christ child in the flesh. I realized there and then that I could die now in peace in my old age. Do you all know who that is? Number two, Jesus told me to go in peace after healing me from a bleeding disorder that I have suffered for 12 years. You all know who that is? It was unnamed, but we kind of call her to, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Number three, I was arrested several times, spit on, and I was threatened to be killed for speaking out for the rights of others. They're not in the scriptures though. But I kept on speaking and supporting my suffering brothers and sisters. The day before I was killed, I was at peace because I knew that God was with me. Hmm. Help. I need peace. I know, I know I need peace. 
I get up every morning just like, like that picture right there. I get up every morning kind of like, Lord, I, I sure enough need you today. I can't make it today. I can't do it without you. I really can't. It's hard for me, honestly, it's hard for me to think far ahead in the future. I'm thinking about right now, today has enough trouble of his own. I'm like, I need your peace right now. You need peace. I need peace. God gives peace. You can receive his peace. You know, God can do something today in your heart and life. Today. Before you leave. God could do something in your heart and life that might change your whole entire life. Might change your whole perspective. If you listen. If you hear from God and receive from God. Have you received and experienced the promise God has given to you? Are you waiting on God for something big? Maybe like your children professing Jesus as the Lord and Savior. And I mean professing it, saying, I trust Jesus. I need his word. I need him like, I need him like you need him. <laughs> I, I want to hear that from my children. Are you suffering a life-threatening illness that is taking your peace? And you need help now? Are you being threatened of physical harm or even death? Or maybe your livelihood is on the line. Maybe you're going to get fired for something unrighteous. Or just getting fired, period. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Nobody wants to lose their job. Are you starting a new chapter in life? Retiring. That's what I'm doing this year. I'm retiring from my job. I'm excited about it. But I'm scared of myself also in the process. <laughs> Retiring or starting in a new direction? You need peace, right? You need peace. You need help. And when we meet God, there's help. God has an answer for us. God is the source of our peace. Am I right? Our scripture text, Luke chapter 2, verses 25 to 32. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. Meet Simeon, the waiting servant. This was a holy man. He enjoyed hanging out in the temple. He was one of those guys, like I see Pastor Fullwood's mantra, when I visit uh, Bellevue, pa 
Pastor Ford always says, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. I thought that's an amazing quote from Psalms. But Simeon was that kind of man. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God. Simeon's words actually became a mantra and a canticle, like a singing, singing quote in many churches. What is your mantra? I quote Psalms 27 verses 1 through 5. And Psalms 23 regularly. I usually do Psalm 27 in the morning. Because I see the sunlight and I see the light coming up and I'm saying, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen? Amen. You know, back in 1995, I was at a Promise Keepers event. All men. And there was a man there who had his first child. I think was, the child was born a year, a year before that. And I was yet to have, I think I was yet to have my daughter. Or I just had her. I can't remember exactly. I might have just had Patrice. And I remember him saying he quotes Psalms 23 every day before bed. And I said, you know what? It was like the Lord said to me, do it. Every day. Don't miss a day. Say it. And so at night, sometimes even if no one's listening, I just say it out loud. <laughs> I might go in my front room. People are in bed already. And I just say it so my sleeping kids upstairs or my, my wife or whoever can hear it. Quote Psalms 23. My son blessed me recently. My youngest son, Daniel, he blessed me because he told me, Dad, I'm quoting Psalms 23 on my job. And he said, I hear your voice when I do it. He, he can hear my, I got a raspy voice, kind of different voice. He said he hears my voice when he, when, he, when, he, when he says it. And now he's quoting it to his children. It blessed my heart to hear him say that he would do that. But you see the reward, the reward of quoting God's word Singing a canticle, a mantra. Do you have a mantra? Do you have something you repeat all the time? And I suggest from God's word, 
Because God's word is faithful and true and it's sure and it's lively than a two-edged sword. Quote the scriptures regularly. Tell God, I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. I believe you're going to do this. I'm going to make this. I'm not going to worry about this. I'm going to get over this. It might be 12 years, but I'm getting over this. Number two, Jesus told me to go in peace. After healing me from a bleeding disorder, I suffered for 12 years. Meet the woman that dared to go after, to go after and reach out to touch Jesus. She decided she's going out. She heard about Jesus. She knew. She knew that it was God's will for her to be healthy. She knew. Why would God make a body like this? It's going to be a mess. <laughs> Am I right? God has our health interests in mind. But she said, she's going to go. I'm going to go touch him. I'm going to get close enough. I'm going to reach out. She touched the hem of his, his garment. She pressed through the crowd. She touched the hem of his garment. And what happened? Power went out. Power went out from Jesus. She was instantly healed. Maybe our suffering is for a reason. Right? Maybe that suffering is to make us go to the source. Maybe our suffering is there to make us reach out. I look at the trees and the plants outside. They, they, they extend their arms toward the sun. Right? The sun is actually causing them to synthesize, to synthesize and make more leaves and more branches and more stems. The same thing, we, we need to reach out to God. We need to get in his presence. Get in the sunlight and touch Jesus. Do you have a place to go? How do you get closest to Jesus? I like being a deacon here because sometimes I get, to, I get a privilege of coming in a church when no one else is here. <laughs> I get to come in with my key and I just, I sit right there with Pastor Rack is sitting or Karen or this side and I, I get full I get full time with God. And I'm telling you, it's a great time. I love coming in just to stop for a moment and to talk to God about something. I just tell him what's happening or listen to him. I also, in, in the evenings, when the weather's nicer, usually when the weather's nicer, I open up the, my, my back tailgate and I face the sky. There's a, a huge sky. And I just listen. Try not to talk. I just listen. Just look and listen. I said, God, what are you saying to me? I remember one night God said to me, abundance. I got it all. This is all mine. All the way to infinity is all mine. The earth, the water, <laughs> the wind, the rains, everything is mine. And I've given it to you. Right? He's given it to us. Why? So we can dominate. Right? We could take that wind and turn it into electricity. What was the name of that movie we just watched, Lise? Oh, that was a great movie. 
It was called, um, um, what was the name of that? The 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 Boy Who Caught the Wind. This kid was in Africa, and their, their dad was a farmer. Dad was a farmer, and they were poor. And this boy wanted his education. He wanted his education, so guess what? He, he, he went to school and picked up, picked up some information about the wind, turning wind into electricity, you know, turning into another source of power. His dad was against him getting his education. His dad was like, you're going to help me work this ground? It was like, it was brutal. You know, dad was against it. Then finally, dad gave up and said, the son was telling him he had this idea. And so the dad had to give up his bicycle in order to, this idea to happen. They made a windmill. They erected it up high, 20 feet, caught the wind. And the power from the windmill generated power to the a car battery. The car battery went, once charged all the way up, it started up the pump. And the pump started pumping the water. But it was so cool when Dad said, really? You can make wind turn into water? Like, really? He said, Dad, I got the, I got the concept. Pastor talked about transferable concepts. I got the concept. And it was so cool when that wind, when that went, when that when the battery started kicking in, you heard the pump, and then a little water came out. Next thing you know, after some days, they had green fields. Green fields. It was an amazing thing. See, God gave us the dominion over the winds and the rains and everything there is in our life. We can overcome. Am I hitting the button right? Meet Martin Luther King, Jr., the marching and speaking for peace servant. Just the evening before he was murdered, Martin Luther King Jr. declares that he had peace from God. Listen to this. Well, I don't know what will happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now because I've been to the mountaintop. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you. But I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. My eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Amen. Oh, man, he's Martin Luther King Jr. is one of my heroes. One of my absolute heroes. And I love the way he speaks. He's like, I've been on the mountaintop. <laughs> I like the way he emphasizes certain words and the way he talks. 
And he was a hero. Standing up for people that couldn't speak properly. Right? Standing up for people that couldn't. Well, they could fight back. They did fight back, but still defending people's lives and their livelihoods. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. walked in the will, in the way, and in the word of, of God. Maybe not perfectly, but he did. Are you walking in the pattern of Christ-likeness? King found peace in following the, the Jesus pattern. A lot of his thoughts came from Jesus. In fact, in his, in, in, uh, it might have been that same speech, the mountaintop speech. He said, he said, I hope that I serve somebody. I hope that I love somebody. He, this is what he was saying I want to be remembered by. Serving somebody, loving somebody, caring for somebody. He did all those things, but he didn't want to say it. But he did. And he was able to declare that I can die in peace now, just like Simeon. I can die in peace now. It doesn't matter what I'm going through right now because I've heard from God. Meet Jesus. He brings the shalom. How many times have you heard in Scripture where Jesus said, go in peace? There was quite a few times where people came to Jesus with some concern, some need, some problem. And after Jesus Serve them and help them. He told them to go in peace. And Jesus said, come to me all ye, all that are weary and heavy laden. Like Pastor said, drop, drop and roll. And I will give you rest. If you would come up here and just drop your bag, your baggage. If you would come up here and lay it at Jesus' feet. You would ask God to give you perspective on your, maybe your loss of your job. To give you perspective on retirement. To give you perspective on whatever you're going through. That's God's, that's what God does. And I'm sure you know what he says, I thought you'd never ask. I thought you'd never come. But I'm glad you did. I got something for you. He says, in this world, you will have trouble. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Will you go from church today in peace? Will you go home with a different perspective today? Will you hear what God is saying to you about your situation? You let God give you a scripture today that you can hold on to. That's the way of peace. He said, go in peace, your sins are forgiven. Remember the woman that was about to get stoned? He said, your sins are forgiven you. Go in peace. Your sins are forgiven. And we have that privilege today. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'm sure there's somebody listening right now on Zoom, or on the recording, because this is recorded. This might be your window of opportunity 
for you to invite Jesus Christ to come into your life. Stop trying to fix it yourself. Stop trying to do good of yourself. Right? Trust, trust in Jesus. He paid it all. All he says, come. Invite me into your life. Make me the Lord and Savior of your life. And I promise you, I'll take care of things. Go in peace. Are you holding to his promise of salvation like Simeon? Singing praises to God with mantras? Let me switch back for a minute. I just want to look at Simeon's words one more time. Let me see if I can get back here. Starting in verse 29. Sovereign Lord. That means God who's in control of all things. Every circumstance I can go through. As you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation. Isn't that what King just said? <laughs> Isn't that what he said? Which you have prepared in the sight of all nations. A light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. You tell God, I'm, I'm one of your people. I'm one of your people. And I need your promises fulfilled in my life. I believe in you. You're going to do it. I'm going to take a risk. Well, I don't know. Let me move back to my last slide. Go in peace. Hold to his promises and salvation like Simeon. Sing praises and prayers to God with mantras. Go closer and meet with God alone. Get up on that mountaintop. Mountaintop represents getting high as you can. <laughs> right? High as you can. Close to God as you can. Experience his touch like the woman that reached for the hem of his garment. Walk in the will and the way in the word of God. In your everyday life, what you do every day, you pattern, pattern after Jesus. You pattern your life. You, you follow the example of Jesus. You apply the principles of peace like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. did. You will experience peace as you go. Amen? I challenge you, do you have a life verse? Do you have a mantra that you sing every day? Are you doing it? Let's do it now. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for how you guided Simeon into the temple at just the right time to meet Joseph and Mary coming in with, with Jesus the Messiah. And he was able to hold the baby at 40 days old. And he was able to smile and to wink his eye at you and say, you, you did what you promised. You sent us a Savior who would pay for our sins 
Lord, help us to be like the woman that reached out, touched the hem of your garment. Help us to reach, Lord, extend ourselves in a new way. Help us to reach out like the trees reaching toward the sun. Lord, help us to reach out to you and find answers to the problems and the situations, answers for our families, answers for our health, answers for everything we could face in life. And thirdly, Lord, help us to walk in your will and your way and in your word. Help us to pattern our life after Christ. Thank you for all the scriptures, Lord, that you've given us to pattern our life after you. Help us to daily make changes in our lifestyle, Lord, that would be more Christ-like. Give us a Christ-like attitude. Help us to be like Jesus in every way so that we can walk in peace, so we can die in peace, so we can go to sleep in peace, so we can make a transition in peace. Because you're the God of peace. We love you today. We thank you for, your, for this time in your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.